listening to, the to this week's episode podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe. For more tips Wife on parenting, and mother of four or children, if you would like to three reach girls out, and one boy, please visit me on Harriet Rowe. Grab a cup that tea or coffee, two teas. Get cozy. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite Here we go. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. This week, I'd like to talk to you about ways to love your child. Now, I'm sure you can listen to different things you do that show that you love, that shows that you love your children. Well, what I want to do this week is to give you 10 biblical ways to love your child. Okay, the first one, believe it or not, is listen without interrupting. Yes, believe it or not, when you listen to your child without interrupting him or her, you are expressing love. Proverbs 18:13 says, "He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him." Now think about how you feel when you have something to say, especially if it's very opinionated and someone interrupts you. How does that make you feel? Now try to put yourself in your child's place. Well, he or she feels the same thing. And it's a matter of thinking how you feel when you have opinions about something or you feel strongly about something and the person listens to you and hears you out. It makes you feel worthwhile. It makes you feel respected. It makes you feel loved. So, Listen to your child without interrupting. And as I always say, as you do these things, your child will find him or herself doing the same thing and making sure that they are learning how to listen to people without interrupting and appreciating you for doing the same thing. The second is to speak without accusing. How often, I know I've done this before, and I have learned better. How often has something happened in the house, and in your mind, you think, I know that was Billy that did that? Because you know Billy's behavior, right? But all the time, it may not be Billy who has done that. And even if it is, how do you think it would make your child feel when you repeatedly say, I know you did it. I know because I know you. Well, yes, you know your child, but sometimes it may not be Billy who did it. And even if it is, then imagine how it feels when you're accused of something, and especially if you didn't do it. Speak without accusing. James 1.19.20 says, Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, 
slow to speak, and slow to anger. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So, speak without accusing. And once again, your child will pick up on the fact that you're not accusing him or her and remember what it feels like if someone points the finger at you all the time. The third thing is to give without sparing. Now, just what does that mean? Well, Proverbs 21, 26 says, Some people are always greedy for more, but the godly loves to give. Now, here's an example that I'd like to give. Can you imagine what it feels like if someone does something for you and you repeatedly remind they repeatedly remind you that it's been done. Say, for instance, with your child, if you're constantly saying, I feed you, I clothe you, I buy things for you, you should do this, I feed you, just think about everything that I've done. So give without sparing. Proverbs 21, 26. People are, some people are always greedy. And believe it or not, when you continuously harp on what you've done for someone, that comes across as being greedy for recognition. So, and and once again, how does it make you feel if someone does that to you? Now, let's take a look at number four. Pray without ceasing. Now, believe it or not, you're praying without ceasing and especially letting your child know that you are praying for him or her or that he or she sees you praying gives them a feeling of love. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So let your child know that you're praying for him or her. Let your child know that that you are praying without ceasing. And you do that even as throughout your day. You think about your child and you tell them how thankful you are that God gave them to you. Praying without ceasing may seem like, well, that means that I have to do it continuously. Well, yes, it does. But it's a matter of being grateful and thanking God and letting your children know. That is another way, number five, a way to, um, I'm sorry, number four, pray without ceasing is another way to love your child. Now, number five is really interesting. Answer without arguing. Now, the Proverbs 17.1 says, Better a dry crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. Now, think about that. If you are in a house where there's a lot of food, 
but there's a lot of arguing going on. How can you feel love? How can that show love? But if it's peaceful and it's quiet and you just have a little to eat, that says a lot. Matthew Henry is an English was an English uh, Puritan, and he said family members should study to make themselves easy and obliging to another. So what does that mean? It means to overlook mistakes, awkwardness, and faults instead of seizing on them to show your superiority. So once again, you want to make sure that there's not constant arguing in your home. Because once again, better a dry piece of crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. And once again, there may be some of you who have been in situations where there's been a lot of arguing going on in the house. And just think about what that feels like. And for a child to be in a situation like that, it really does make them not feel loved. But on the other hand, if there's peace, there is love. So remember, family members should study to make themselves easy and obliging to one another. Number six is share without pretending. Share without pretending. Ephesians 4.15 says, Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way, more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. So how does that show sharing without pretending? Well, it means the ability to give, experience, and enjoy someone or something with with others without representing yourselves as being more than what you are. In other words, it's taking off a social mask and walking in transparency in the truth of who we really are and not who we would like to be. Your child will pick up on when you're being fake, whether it's with them or whether it's with someone else. So you want to always be yourself. Now, I'm not saying don't be his or her parent. You are going to be the parent. And the parent has a certain role that you have to, that you have to perform. But be honest with your child. Be transparent. When you make a mistake, you make a mistake and you apologize to your child. You let them know that, hey, I am not perfect. What better way to share without pretending? The next one is enjoy without complaint. Enjoy without complaint. Let's take a look at Philippians 2, 14 through 16. Do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. That's Philippians 2, 
14 through 16. So what does that say? Enjoy life. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. When you're out playing ball with your child, enjoy it. If you have been practicing a certain technique with your child, playing whether it's soccer or football or whatever it is, and they just don't seem to get it, don't get frustrated. Enjoy the time with your child. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. And imagine the joy a child has when he or she is able to fumble around with a football and you are having fun with him or her. So enjoy life without complaint. That's a way to love your child. The next is trust without wavering. Trust without wavering. I'm sure you're familiar with this. It says is a lot of times repeated in wedding ceremonies. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. First Corinthians 13 through seven. Trust without wavering. When you love someone, you should love them unconditionally. That is what trust without wavering is. 1 Corinthians 13, 7. Just think about the security your child feels when he or she knows that you're going to love them no matter what they do, no matter what they say. Yes, you're going to discipline them. You will make sure they're learning the right thing. But Always, always follow when you discipline them, follow it up with love and let them know that you love them and you love them unconditionally and will always be there for them. The next one, forgive without punishing. Notice this one is the word punishing. There's a big difference between punishing and discipline. Even when you discipline your child, forgive your child and let them know what he or she should have done or what he or she should not have done. Forgive without punishing. Now, that goes along with the verse Colossians 3:13. Make allowance for each other's faults. And forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the love forgave you. The Lord forgave you. So you must forgive others. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you. So you must forgive others. Colossians 3.13. Now this is a hard one. I find it a lot easier to forgive a child for something that they have done. But for me to try to forgive adults that I think should know better is really difficult for me. So I have to go to God and ask him to help me with it. And by doing this, I am teaching my children that they must do the same thing. They need to forgive others. And once again, 
when you forgive your child or when you ask your child for forgiveness, they are learning from you. And that is one of the ways to love your child. All of these things are ways to love your child because you are teaching them by doing it and you are caring for them as you do it. You are taking care of them emotionally and physically as you model these things for them. The last one is promise without forgetting. And Proverbs tells us, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. That's Proverbs 13, 12, hope deferred. But another one, Matthew 5, 37, hits really close to home, I think, for children. All, both of them do, don't get me wrong. But let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Matthew 5, 37. Let your, what you say be simply yes or no. When you tell a child you are going to do something, do it. If you have ever had a promise broken, then you know just how much that can disappoint, just how much that can hurt, especially if it's done over and over and over again. Even one broken promise to a child can be held on for a long time. And what you want to do, if there's something that you are not sure you're not going to be able to do, let the child know. Let the no be no. But if you know you can do it, then follow through with it. And if it's a situation where the child is asking you and there's a possibility that you can or that you can't, then tell them that. Let your child know that you're not sure, but you will see and then let get back to them. But whatever you do, remember how hard it is for a child to have promises broken, and especially over and over again. So let your yes be yes and no be no. Parents, every day in a hundred small ways, your child asks you several questions. They ask you, do you see me? They may ask you, do you hear me? And they may ask you, do I matter to you? Now, these things don't have to be verbalized, but their behavior reflects what you are doing and reflects what they are trying to say. Do you see me? Do you hear me? Do I matter? Remember, parents, it is up to you to show and to teach your child what love is all about. These are 10 ways to love your child and some Bible verses to go with it. And here, as I close today, he that hath knowledge spareth his words, 
and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. That's Proverbs 17, 27. So have knowledge, parents. Learn how to love your child and learn how to teach your child how to love. Remember to always parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.